listener, host, always you wrestle inside me. This is Talking Terry, the Terrence Malick podcast. And I'm your host, Paul Beer, uh, aficionado of Terrence Malick's work, um, fan, completionist, and um, yeah, I don't believe there is a another Terrence Malick dedicated podcast. I'm trying to decide if um, I should have sound effects, like the rustling of wind through uh, fields of wheat, <laughs> um, whispered voiceover. Should the whole podcast be whispered? We'll see. You know, we'll see. Um, so yeah, uh, let's start by talking about is Terrence Malick's new movie, um, which has just been announced, uh, will be showing at TIFF, uh, as well as Telluride, I believe, uh, after premiering at, at, uh, the Cannes Film Festival, where it, um, fetched a pretty penny, uh, especially for a, um, a Terrence Malick movie. So before I talk about the trailer, um, which is, which is out now, I'm going to talk about, um, first of all, I'm very excited to see this movie. Uh, people have been calling it a return to form, uh, something more akin to, uh, Thin Red Line or Tree of Life than, the things that he's been doing uh, lately, even though I enjoyed um, Song to Song. Um, Knight of Cups, less so, uh, but we'll talk about that. Anyway, the movie A Hidden Life has been picked up by Fox Searchlight for a reported $14 million. This is a lot of money, and this is notable because I believe, and let's keep in mind, and going forward with this podcast, we, we need to keep this in mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not an insider. Um, I'm not, you know, wheeling and dealing here, but I believe this is the first uh, acquisition by... Fox Searchlight, the first major acquisition after the Disney merger. So Disney bought Fox, 21st Century Fox, and uh, all of its subcategories, sub-labels, for billions and upon billions of dollars. And there was some worry that this was going to spell the end of things like Fox Searchlight, some of the more independently-minded uh, or experimental wings of the, of the company. And then they go out and spend $14 million on a Terrence Malick movie in this year of our Lord, 2019. It was surprising because his previous two movies, the aforementioned Song to Song, which came out two years ago, and um, 
did that come out last year? Let me check a look. And um, Knight of Cups made a combined box office total worldwide of a little over $1 million. Song to Song did come out in 2017. Can confirm. Uh, I'm going to be doing very little research uh, for this podcast. You need to know that right, right off the top. So the last two movies, Song to Song, Knight of Cups, combined for a little over $1 million. Uh, for comparison, a um, fully detached house in Toronto, the average price is currently $1.23 million. So the combined worldwide box office totals of these two movies would not be able to buy you a detached home in Toronto. Now, this is not to say that A Hidden Life is not going to be a, um, a huge hit. It may be. This is the same company, Fox Searchlight, that acquired and distributed The Tree of Life, which... Uh, is sort of his last big, um, big splash, nominated for Best Picture, Best Director. Even that made $13 million. I always said to my mind that The Tree of Life was some sort of big hit. I, I don't think it was. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> it made $13 million. Maybe that's great for a movie of that, that's that esoteric, but that had to have been a very expensive movie to make. It has Brad Pitt and Jessica Chastain in it. Made $13 million. So I think that it's notable that Fox Searchlight is using some of that Disney money, some of that Disney um, uh, bankroll to invest in something like this and that shows I think two things one they have a lot of faith in it they think it's really good they think it's going to be a, a best picture nominee probably um, and two I wonder if they wanted to show that they were still in that business and they're still in the business of, uh, of prestige movies with um, well-known directors now I know we're going to be talking about this for a long time. This is a long way off. Also, the Oscars are um, a fraud. Uh, <laughs> they're not an indication of quality at all. However, I think if I'm going to lay down my, uh, my prediction here, we're going to look at Terrence Malick and Quentin Tarantino potentially being nominated Best Picture, Best Director, neither of whom have won Best Director. I wonder if this is going to be Fox slash Disney's, you know, big push and attempt to get Malick an Oscar. It fits a narrative. He's been at it a long time. He is not a young man. It's an important topic. It involves fascism and the standing up uh, what the cost of that is, and unfortunately, that's a really 
um, uh, poignant or uh, uh, um, relevant topic in today's day and age, unfortunately. So yes, so that's A Hidden Life. We just got the, um, the trailer for it. And uh, what can I say? I'm all in. I'm hosting a one-man Terrence Malick podcast. So of course, of course, I'm going to be in. Uh, the images are beautiful. Uh, I believe this is the first time that it was shot entirely. Uh, one of Terrence Malick's movies was shot entirely in, um, in digital uh, it is not um, Emmanuel Lubeski, who's the um, the cinematographer, but I'm going to find out who it was, who it is. Um, but it looks gorgeous. I mean, it's that beautiful um, widescreen uh, images, anamorphic widescreen. Um, it it looks exactly how you would anticipate a Terrence Malick movie to look. And for some people, that's a good thing. For myself, it's a good thing. For some people, that's a bad thing. People say, well, I have seen this before. Um, this looks like a perfume commercial, <laughs> which is something that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but to me, I mean, it's just manna. It just looks, it lo it just looks incredible. Um, and... By all accounts, it's a very powerful movie, and the reviews coming out of Cannes are excellent. Um, apparently, the cinematographer is um, Jorg Wintmer, who I believe worked with um, Emmanuel Lubezki. In any case, this is going to be a very interesting period of time. Um, as the movie rolls out, it's not released until December uh, but as my hope to go see it next month, I have no connections. Uh, in fact, my only previous experience with seeing anything at um, at TIFF, uh, I've, I've seen a few things here and there, but uh, a few years ago, I was very, very briefly in a um, uh, short film uh, called Five Short Films About Technology, which you can uh, check out somewhere, I'm sure. And um, I was very fortunate to be uh, a small part of that, and I was very fortunate to uh, that that was shown at TIFF. And I was very fortunate to get a press and industry pass. Now, if you have not ever had a press and industry pass, who boy, it's it's magic. You just roll around with that um, lanyard, you flash it, you go in. They have different times. Some of these movies start at like nine, ten in the morning. It's it, it, there's no there's no like trailers or ads before the movie. It just starts. They tell you what time the movie is going to be done, like exactly what time. I mean, it, listen, if there are people out there, press industry people who are jaded by this, they're listening to me talk about this. Fine. It was it was a vision of what movie going could be. Anyway, this was the year of um, Voyage of Time. At TIFF. So there were two versions of Voyage of Time playing. There was the 40-odd-minute IMAX version um, narrated by the aforementioned Brad Pitt, and then there was the 90-minute um, Voyage of Time Life's Journey, I guess is the subtitle, um, uh, narrated by Kate Blanchett, Blanchett, which is the one that I, I saw. 
I later saw the IMAX version, but uh, uh, I, I used the Press and Industry Pass to go see um, the uh, uh, 90-minute version. And I'll tell you what, I'm very glad I did, because not only is it a gorgeous... Um, uh, moving um, movie. Uh, it is apparently fallen off the face of the earth and uh, and, and unable to <laughs> to be seen. It was never released, really. I, I think it showed at some other film festivals or some other one-off screenings, but it never had a home video release. It was never shown. It never had a wide release. That was that was my chance to see it, and I'm I'm glad I did. So I'm hoping that. Um, I'm similarly going to be able to weasel my way into seeing A Hidden Life at, uh, at TIFF. So if you are listening to this and you can help me out, get at me. Get at me. Because I want to see this movie uh, at TIFF. Although, you know what? With the amount of money that was spent on it, um, I suspect that it's going to have a, a reasonably wide release. It's not going to be... You know the Avengers, um, but it'll probably be uh, a, a sizable uh, release. You'll be able to, to 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 see the movie. So, so that's that. So the the trailer is out now. It looks magnificent. Um, and I I think that the my 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 hope for this podcast is to eventually go through um, the filmography talk about each movie, have guests on, where we will talk about starting from the beginning. Now, he hasn't made that many movies. He's had a prolific period of time in the past um, almost 10 years, 8 years since um, since the uh, the Tree of Life. But still, he hasn't, Terrence Malick has not made that many movies. Uh, he has also um, become less of a recluse, although by all accounts he was not a recluse in the uh, J.D. Salinger um, or um, Howard uh, Howard Hughes uh, mode, but rather he just didn't do a lot of interviews. Um, he was out and about, you know, in Austin. He wasn't shut in in his house, but uh, he just didn't do a lot of interviews and um, didn't present himself. But that that also seems to have changed. Um. So yeah, let's let's talk about some other. So we have the hidden life, which 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 will be forthcoming, and um, I wonder if there's going to be some sort of retrospective. If we're going to get a chance to uh, see some of these movies on the big screen, um, uh, I I hope so. Especially if this is making a making a splash. He's also apparently, and. Um, if anyone from the uh, the Facebook group uh, um, One Big Soul, which is the Terrence Malick Facebook group, which I have to imagine is going to be the main demographic for this podcast, um, uh, he's working on a movie about the life of Christ now. And uh, who knows when that's going to be seen. He's known uh, for an infamously long post-production process. Um I remember going to see uh, Night of Cups and uh, noticing that there were ads in the background um, in the Hollywood scenes for Ted, the first movie, Ted, billboards, and um, Ted 2 was already out in theaters by the time I saw it. He takes his time. 
meticulous, takes his time. Um, but in addition to becoming more prolific uh, surrounding uh, movies, relatively more prolific, I mean, he's not Mark Duplass or something like that. He's not churning or Steven Soderbergh. He's not making these things uh, at a healthy clip. But for him, he's, he's picked it up. In addition to that, he has also dipped his toe into the world of advertising, which is interesting because I think, and a lot of other people think, that modern advertising has co-opted so much of his imagery, so much of his technique, um, that now his movies get accused of looking like perfume ads where... I think it's perfume ads who have copied and aped uh, Malik and uh, things like Thin Red Line, Tree of Life, New World, that kind of thing. Those, the, the, that, that style of editing, that kind of floating camera, um, magic hour, quick um, impressionistic um, voiceover kind of stuff. This is notable because a few years ago, Terrence Malick, and I'm sorry if this is old news, uh, but this is the first episode, um, made an actual perfume ad. <laughs> he made an ad with um, uh, Angelina Jolie, 2017, for, I'm going to mispronounce this, um... Gerlain. Um look, if if I if I'm mispronouncing something, you just send it to the complaint. Like just email me. I actually don't, because I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. <laughs> Gerlain. So he he um he used the music that was used in the trailer for To the Wonder. And it's a Terrence Malick perfume ad. This is this is notable to me. So this is in 2017 he did this. This is notable to notable to me because has so long been accused of making um, feature-length perfume ads. This is like if Michael Bay actually made like a car commercial where somebody has sex with like an exploding car. Do you know what I mean? Like this is the kind of thing that he that he gets accused of or or um, uh, criticized for, and he went out and just it just made it. Just went out and 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 did that. Anyway, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous commercial, um, and, but it very much feels like a, um, like, like a, like a trailer for um, uh, an Angelina Jolie movie that was never made. Interestingly enough, never worked with Angelina Jolie. Um, the other commercial that he recently made, when I say recently, I mean last year, was a Google. Pixel 3 ad shot around um, uh, Austin, Texas. Now, it it's notable because it's credited to Terrence Malick and his co-workers. I don't know what that means. But it, again, it definitely looks like a Terrence Malick movie, except it's shot with an iPhone, or no, excuse me, a Google 3. <laughs> the ad did not work. Um, a Google Pixel 3. 
and um, has that sort of same kind of free-floating, following children around. It's gorgeous. But yes, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if that uh, branches out. I'm also interested if he has um, unknowingly to us directed previous commercials. So maybe these commercials that we think uh, are just ripoffs of Terrence Malick, maybe he's actually directed. Maybe he has directed a um, an A and W ad at some point. Do you know what I mean? I know that uh, David Fincher does uncredited uh, commercial directing, that sort of thing. Maybe this is the kind of thing that's been going on. If anyone wants to get at me, uh, let me know. Uh, So, yes. As I said, I hope that this will be the start of of a series where we can go through these movies, talk about them, say what they mean to us. Um, I hope to have guests on. Uh, I know this is a, a, a extremely narrow focus, but um, what can I say? He means a lot to me. Up to date, deep diving, and um, thank you for uh, thank you for coming along this journey with me. My name is Paul Beer. This is Talking Terry. Until next time.